Good morning. Let me just take a moment and invite you to sit back, grab a cup of coffee so that we can talk about just what is public education. As I know, so many people just don't understand public education and what its intent is in regards of living within a state. Every state has different, every state has different, you know, I want to say visions based on the number of people, based on the people who are living within the state. Really, you know, it's just has to do with public education, has to do with your local people and the people that are involved in the vision for your local community. And we're talking about vision now. And then we're talking about inclusive practices and who sees who as human beings, right? But then when you understand that public education is just a modified behavior, and that is the responsibility to the state, then understand what you get is what you understand you have a right to have. And under the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment, believe me, All Americans have access to public education if they know they do. Yet and still, the limited support you may receive from your provider has to do with what you understand you have a right to. Because you see, in 2004, I believe it was under IDEA, 2004, that had a lot to do with Hillary Clinton writing the laws around special education and support to all children. And then we have to understand that we have different departments within the public education system. And we have a department of rehabilitation. We have our office of special education and services and rehabilitation. I mean, there's just so many different people being paid out of the generous pot of the American tax dollars to provide support to states so that they can educate their people so that they can become employed and engaged. And, you know, it's just the cycle supposed to continue. What happened? I mean, I was born and graduated in the date of, what, 1976, and it was marching to a beat of a different drummer, and it was okay. But now if you march to the beat of a different drummer, for some were really targeted. And if you don't understand internet and network policies and how policies are applied to groups and how certain people are hierarchy in the group and who have been followed and monitored, yet and still people like that would go to the Capitol, United States Capitol of America, violate our sovereign, I mean, in a White House and come to do harm and brag about what they were able to accomplish and upload that stuff as if it is not validation of crimes. It's just like when black people didn't really realize how much, you know, this is so funny. So I'm going to tell you, I remember when the internet first come into play, right? And then a lot of black people were recording what they were doing. And then Bruce Mobile came out with where you be at, man? I'd be right here, man. Beep, beep. Showing exactly where you were on the map. And understand that the police had access to everything you were saying. And that they knew before you knew if you were talking on the, you know, the highway 
of information that's free to the public. As you know, it's no privacy when you're out here on the internet. And people know who you are and they can apply policies and they can make your your computer shut down. They can turn off your iPod and say that you need to go to Apple and then they want you to re-download your music and all kind of stuff. Okay, who owns music rights? Okay, not black people. What happened to my prince? Okay, he got away from whoever he got away from him then he tried to move his money over to title and start bragging about how many how much he had produced during the time the same time he was over there under contract with other people and I don't think they liked that there very much then all of a sudden he OD'd all of a sudden he was in so much chronic pain all of a sudden we could see evidence of him just being overdosing and we saw all that right (laughs) I didn't see any of it I seen a man who performed and who had a magnificent body and irregardless of pain, knew how to um, over, you know overcome it, and who was you know very well in control of his physical condition, and all of a sudden became so weak right for a moment, just like Michael. Did you see how he was performing the days before? All of a sudden, he OD'd. My my my! How troubling it is that we could see that every time we're talking about contracts and contractors and music rights and everything like that then we see the people who are still in control of these people's money or their how they made their living and then the families being limited access and the black community getting absolutely nothing except for limited access to people who used to really love their people But yet and still, the love never comes back somehow. Black people just are never entitled to the benefits of the spoils from things that they actually created. And and it's just real in America how we can allow so many African-American children to not be able to read and then focus on their behavior. And then that be the only offer of a public education as you are attempting to what? Redirect? Really? And just because you give a contract in a black community for blacks to start working with their children, but it has nothing to do with their academic achievement, what does that mean to you? Really, the time for the awakening happened a long time ago. And it really has to do with how you see yourself living within your community. Are you included? Are you excluded? Or is there anything for you to just jump right in and be welcome to participate in? Are you still struggling as an American citizen to be accepted when all you're asking to understand is really what's going on? I know that if we were really engaged with all children learning, we'd be talking about the importance of all children reaching third grade standards and what support within the community was available to parents and parents to ensure that they were empowered or we would not hear episodes of people walking off and abandoning their children within casinos. Or Was that an abandonment or was the woman kidnapped? I don't know. I don't see the child as being disheveled and unkept. So apparently she was loved. And that's just for real. Do we know who this woman is connected with? 
or do we even understand her circumstances that put her child in the hands of someone else? But so quick to judge in Las Vegas. They've already made up their mind as to how those circumstances happened, just as in the circumstance of the young woman who killed her two children and then swore they were not her children. And how unfortunate the public service sector and the mental health awareness community and the people who deal with children or women who have postpartum depression just doesn't exist here, although we are Las Vegas strong, right? Las Vegas Strong means allowing everyone to have a voice in what they see. And stop pretending that the pathways are created equally for all children because they are not. If you cannot find out what areas of town are supporting children and what areas of town and the town need additional support and then allocate support to the areas of town where children are struggling and then partner with community partners where children are more successful creating more opportunity but oh no we don't see it that way we see it in the way that we have to underfund certain children so that we can ensure that resources are shared adequately and equally and every human is created equal right yet and still the modified services that you are given to children who start school late, who do not possess the transition skills from next steps to next steps, and who are disruptive in classrooms, is transitioning to a behavior program which does not support them in their attainment of a successful livelihood, basically. I don't even know what to call it. As, you know, who is to decide what success really looks like. I mean, quite frankly, I feel success looks like having the ability to pay your bills, keep a roof over your head, support your children if you made them. That's what success looks like to me. But for others, perhaps it looks like having as much money as you can lavishly lay around in and having all the name, brand, and designer things that are so meaningless. And then, or what does success really look like? And what doesn't it look like? You know, people are still surviving on the streets, living without shelter and a safe place to lay their head, but still expected to participate in our society and then documented for being uh, dysfunctional or uh, not giving their children the write a type of a support in attaining the number of minutes to achieve a high school diploma as in transition and homelessness is really real if you cannot afford to feed your family and how is the social services tied into the public school system and how is the department of health tied into all of them ensuring that we have adequate support and who's providing support and how is it that so many different people are separately recording different data points and none of the data points are tied together. It's so troubling that we cannot have a conversation as to what's really happening around the third grade reading proficiency standards as to the number of children who are achieving and as to the number of children who are not. 
and as for the community of children who are not, to look at the social structure of those families and attempt to ensure that we are providing enough adequate housing for the poor as a conversation can go on in the city council about how delayed housing and delayed choices of the local cities as to where they were providing adequate housing or low-income housing and how there is a need for low-income housing in the what what am I talking about in the entertainment capital of the world that would not afford enough support for the families that have to support this entertainment capital of the world and how we have not shored up the transition opportunities for families regardless of where you come from there's all kind of opportunity here but not for people who have no basic skills and who have no ability to engage in society and as I was saying that for people who have accepted the basic obligation of a state which is to involve themselves in your life some kind of way and that's all they had to do because that's all you expected the low expectations of people that's what the issue is and no one can tell you what you can and cannot do if you understand right and wrong you just have to continue to fight for the right the right to have a voice in the maintenance of effort of the support that is supposed to be provided to people who live in that community and to unthink the unthinkable that some children will just never make it. That's just not true. Children make it based on the investment of those children. And all children have to understand that the behavioral norms are not so normal in all families. And perhaps some of those behaviors need to be taught in the need of them being taught, there should be an expectation of monitoring what work happens. And for whatever reason, I can assure you that here in Nevada, in Clark County, they feel that they have no obligation to share information to the general public if you're not connected to someone who has been given authority to collect information And I'm saying that this is the United States of America. And as an individual citizen who understands, who has donated so many hours to the understanding of public education, public process, that I have a right to understand how services are being provided with federal, county, and state dollars. And the reality is that there is no secrets, not in the public. There is just no secrets. The public has a right to know. And as Clark County is being investigated or Nevada or whoever those partners is in Nevada, it doesn't really matter what part of the agencies where these children come from means that there are people who are being raised or incarcerated or kept in within Nevada. And what opportunities? Because really under ESSA, the Every Child Succeed Act, Obama, which is, we can look back and say he was the best president of the United States of America. And we finally got rid of Betsy DeVos and thank God she's gone because she was trying to create all these unrealistic opportunities for families and children 
who were just not generating the dollars. As you know, the dollars that are really given back to the local states to help support the people who they cannot afford to take care of. And then to basically surplant the money that was coming in to support those children and move it to programs and services for supporting people who could readily afford to pay probably for private school and who are paying for private school right now during this COVID and going to be seeking some kind of responsibility with some money back from the federal government because they're paying for their children or their children are receiving some kind of grant funds under Betsy DeVos because they're still attending school. But then there are people that are just not attending any program. And there are people that just dropped out or there are people that were encouraged to leave because they were not going to make it. And I'm just going to tell you, there are all kinds of stories out there, but it really doesn't matter if those people are never given the opportunity to share their concerns about the public education system as behavioral health is the public education system in general. So if you don't understand the Department of Education's Department of Justice is investigating the behavioral health support given in the state of Nevada to all children to analyze if certain children were being denied access or being oppressed from having the benefit of public education. And I can just tell you that in a state where they have created five different types of diplomas and If you are at risk of not making it, you could just apply for this adult diploma and get out anyway. Well, where is the obligation to educate you in the first place? Because obviously, they have no evidence of maintaining the support that they've given you, meaning that they are not documenting what's happening with you or a lot of individuals who look like you, as there is little or no evidence that African-American children are benefiting on the whole from the public education system in Clark County as the data doesn't exist and perhaps now they um, Dina I think Dina Neal or someone over there in the city has created some macro pods and those macro pods were going on too in California in Oakland or San Francisco they created these macro pods to continue to support children with disabilities and they were able to do that as you know uh, the support for children with disabilities never ended never wavered at during COVID so the same the state has the same obligation they just have to figure out how to do it better and if you don't understand how special education services actually work it is all about making it happen, making it function, and working to make it work, and measuring the maintenance of effort and continuous improvement. But if you're working under continuous improvement theory, well, where's your data? And where are you monitoring? Where are you beginning? As I can see, there's been no systemic effort to analyze the district's data, coordinate all together, and see where all children are and what's happening for those children where it's working and what's happening for those children where it's not working and attempting to focus on where it's not working because all children have the same rights and the dollars should be going funded to where it's not working in the first places. But you know, if they were forced to look at these schools and put them in program improvement 
and this has been going on since 2014. And the district was on a under a systemic reorganization, mandatory reorganization from the federal government. And then I just don't know who the monitoring parties ever were. So, you know, I created this podcast simply because the frustration continues as I continue to understand what is going on. And I continue to know that the majority of people that I socialize with don't know as much as I know about public education and they don't see it like I see it simply because they've never had the opportunity to be engaged as I have had the ability to be engaged. And I understand that my questions are very uh, understandable and would require a level of understanding as to how services are actually being coordinated from site to site. I mean, it's okay to have different types of academies, but it's not okay to charge for those academies and limit the opportunity for others to benefit from those academies and feel that you can continue to underfund places where they have temporary teachers and no real direction of leadership on those school sites not meeting any of the federal maintenance of effort that's supposed to be documented when you spend federal dollars and there's just a lack of accountability across the board and they have these things called SOT teams but I can't see how they work because there's no evidence of that either and actually I'm going to tell you how the no evidence actually works in Nevada because as you continue to go up the ladder and when you finally get to the end, the federal government, Bessie DeVos had approved uh, Nevada's Department of Education's uh, state plan. It mentions nothing about the support for African-American children who are being overly abused in uh, the justice system here or who are being who are dropped out of school it doesn't have any segregated data has a lot of empty spots and they've just been allowed to do this behavior forever as far as i can see there's never been a mandatory a requirement to ensure that all children had access and so therefore they always pretend that you have to take them to court no you don't you have to have enough people talking about the reality of the requirements to meet the needs of all children. And you have to have the conversation and you must have the conversation daily because we all are responsible for the local schools and the products of those local schools and those children. And, and you know, some people just want to continue to get their paycheck and they really don't care as to anything. I mean, you know, we have to realize across across America, since integration happened, the struggle was always it's going to take us time to, you know, change our mindset in America and allow everyone to have the same access rights. But then when we could see that some people never even took the time to try to come to school and just drop their kids off like, mm, it wasn't their responsibility. They didn't want to participate. And so people start figuring out ways to just benefit their children because they're the ones that were there. They're the ones that were participating. They're the ones that were ensuring that things just kind of happened their way. And, and, and that's what PTA was about. But PTA started off as a black organization, but then turned out to be, you know, everybody else. 
I mean, in California, there was La Familia, and there was Asian Resource Center, and then there was uh, African American, what, the Black Parallel School Board, although they never got any money. Not like the Asian Resource Center, they got over $18 million. Not like La Familia, and they've gotten the millions of dollars to ensure that language support and access happens for those children. And as we can say, because language support and ensuring immigrant access to our country is important. So, you know, those are some of the things that are measured. But what is also measured is behavioral health. And understand there is a maintenance of effort with special education. And all children have a right to make progress. And this progress that they have the right to make is a valid progress. And the data that they have to demonstrate, first of all, if it's a behavioral problem, they have to demonstrate what they did to try to change the behavior that they were getting. And honey, if they just can get the information in there and they were just transitioning those children out, well, I can just tell you that's illegal. And it just is. And if we don't do something about transitioning more people to more functional opportunities to create lives for their family and value actually family lives as a nation. Nothing will ever change in America. So that's why, you know, more blacks came out to vote this time than ever in the history. Well, maybe not, maybe close to the name, number of blacks came out during the election of Barack Obama. But this time, in the election in the South, where Black people have been deterred from voting, and where Stacey Abrams probably won and was denied her access to benefit, continue to educate the community as how we're being robbed as everyday Americans and not being allowed to ensure that local communities are actually benefiting from the people who have been in place for far too long with no benefit to the community. As you can see, they've set it up against us, against them. And usually the them are so few. And it doesn't matter a color now. It matters, you know, the ability to have funds and money and affluence. And, you know, like in Texas, they said that Charles suffered from affluenza and therefore could not be held accountable for, you know, killing those children because he was driving, right? Well, I could also say the same thing for these young people who are involved in sports and have so much money and have no responsibility to community because they've never learned about community responsibility. And perhaps some of these people are putting so much money in these young people that have sports, uh, whatever, should have some responsibility to understanding the local communities that they're 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 coming to entertain but understand the levels of poverty and the lack of opportunity and the ability for them to give back and help these children with creating goals and creating mentorships that's where their thoughts should be instead of racing down the street and showing off what and 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 destroying their lives as ignorance continues in our nation and the lack of responsibility. The responsibility for a young person, a young person to understand 
what they've taken away or what someone has lost is to have to give back, not to lock them up, not to punish them like that. And even the woman who lost her children as she didn't have the skill level to manage a family and the resources were not there to train her. Oh, perhaps she could have waited to have that second baby. And then she wouldn't have been so distressed, right? But who's talking to these people anymore? How do these nonprofit agencies actually function? And what is the concept of America as we continue to support what's not working anymore? It's really time to have a conversation about the behavioral health of young people in Clark County, in Nevada, as Black lives do matter, but perhaps all children's lives matter. And perhaps we should start thinking about who we are in 2021. Well, until we meet again, I'm going to sign off. And I'll say like, subscribe, and follow me on Facebook, Anchor, and I will see you soon.